We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Sunday night, season two of Fear the Walking Dead, episode seven, titled Shiva. I'm sitting here with Simon Thompson, Ashley Chapman. We're going to break the whole thing down for you. It's hard to say goodbye. We won't see you guys again until the end of the summer. But in the meantime, we have one more episode to break down. So hang out with us. We're going to give you the inside scoop, our opinions, everything about this. We'll see you in just one second. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz. Begin. So uh, we take turns choosing the song, and I think we can all tell who chose this one. <laughs> yeah, Ben, you've got terrible taste in music. Awful. <laughs> Just kidding. Do it, guys. Simon, yeah. Simon chooses every week. So. Yeah. <laughs> we have such great suggestions. It's hard not to. Oh, by great, do you mean terrible? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, you were just telling <laughs> us that you have a lifelong love of the Backstreet Boys. That uh, ira- I, I, love I, I do. Them. I'm a big fan of uh, '90s uh, bo- boy bands. If you had to rank, just really quick, top three in order, what would they be? Uh, it Choose would carefully. be Backstreet Boys number one, uh, NSYNC number two, and uh, ooh, three. Ninety-eight degrees. Uh, okay. I, I was hoping you were going to say five. No, <laughs> no, five are actually five on my list. Can't believe I know my own list. When the lights go out, guys. Uh, all right, welcome to the show. You don't want to see that, it's horrible. Welcome to another episode of Fear the Walking Dead on AfterBuzz TV. Mm. This is our, our recap panel of the seventh episode of season two, titled Shiva. Uh, we, we This is our last episode for a while, guys. Yeah. We're going to be gone until the I end know. of August. I, I'm, I'm, I can still call you guys on a Sunday night, though, right? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, cool. I may or may not be busy and, you know, give you that <laughs> Every week but for about ten weeks. You can Snapchat me. No, <laughs> It'll give an opportunity to maybe actually mm. watch the whole watch the whole thing again leading yeah. up to it this summer. I'd like to, you know, re-familiarize myself with season one a little bit. Mm. But uh, we are going to break down the episode, guys. We, we, we are on the live chat over here. Mr. Simon Thompson, he's Hello, your DJ. Man. Yeah. Uh, do I DJ the chat? Yes. I guess that's what, kind of what it is, right? Okay, yes. <laughs> He's going to type in boy band lyrics into there for you. Yeah, Simon is on the ones and twos. Dude, 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 I am. And the pads yes. over here. So, Fat, yeah. bold, slim. Yes. So, guys, my name is Ben Bateman. I'm hosting you, and I have two wonderful co-hosts here. Miss uh, Ashley Chapman. Yes. Hey, guys. I'm on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, Ashley underscore Chapman. Uh, and I'm Simon Thompson. Uh, apologies in advance. And uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Showbiz Simon. And on Facebook, this is Simon Thompson. And, of course, if you want to find me, of course, I am Ben Bateman Media, Twitter and Instagram. So, so uh, let's get into the episode. Uh, yes. But before we do, I should remind everybody that, of course, we are on Twitter, we yep. are on iTunes, mm. we are on YouTube. Leave your comments below. Let us know your thoughts on the thing. If you if you uh, liked what we did, or you like, we just leave a comment and a rating on iTunes. It really helps us stay high in the standings. We provide free content. We will continue to provide free content. If you guys do that, it's hard for us to do it any other way. So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that would be awesome if you did that. Uh, We're also very needy. 
We're very needy. We're also very needy. Yeah, yeah, if you guys give us a nice enough review, Simon has offered to do an acapella rendition of any boy bands. Just kidding. Do you know what? Yeah, screw it. I'll with, do it. With full hair and makeup, too. Everything. Hair? Hair. Yeah. Oh, my God. I get hair as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so well, zombies, then. We'll be your backup dancers. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, um, right. What's what, everything exactly. I've dreamed of. Yeah, right. Everything yeah. I've we'll, dreamed of. We'll be of. so back. We'll be like way, 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 way. <laughs> so, we'll yeah, we're just going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, the episode starts out, and I think the first thing we're going to talk about is you know Chris storms out of the room after yeah. the gunshot goes off, and he goes off running. Daniel uh, or, or Travis decides to go after him. Mm-hmm. So Travis just like takes off. It's like yeah. it's getting into like sundown, and he's like, "I'm gonna go find Chris." He, he runs through the cornfield. He yells at him, and Chris is just running. The weird thing is, he didn't get like water. He didn't bring a weapon. He didn't even. He didn't really think it through. Yeah. He's like, "If he's running away from me, how long is this gonna go on for?" It, it turns out that he's out all night. Yeah. Chasing after him. Well, I thought that was just because he didn't know where the gunshot came from. And so maybe he assumed that that had something to do with Chris. You know, I mean, if you're a parent and, you know, your first impulse is just to make sure your child's okay. So, I mean, I got that whole whole thing of it. But, yeah, it just, just the whole thing, it seemed like a little scrambled in the beginning. And everybody was just trying to grab their bearings right. and sort of figure out what was going on. I get tired of the way that they're handling Travis as... Um, he seems to be like um, like emotional and not pragmatic enough given the situation. It's yeah. like he it's like he he has these moments, these breakthrough moments, but mm-hmm. it's like ultimately you're my and I've had this feeling since season 1. We talked about this a lot. Like I just expected he should be dead by now. Like it doesn't feel We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Like, the way he behaves, he would have been able to survive this long. It just constantly feels like... Okay, he ran away, but like let's be let's be real with what's going on here. Like if you're gonna go chasing after him, you can't go with no no weapon, no water, no food. You don't know how long you're gonna be out for. He's running away from you. Like even when even when he finds Chris and he finds him, and Chris is like locked himself in this cabin with this guy's son. Mm. He's holding a gun to him. You know, Travis hits the gun out of his hand. Chris swings at him with a knife, like tries to stab him in the throat, and all he does is knock the knife out of his hand and just sit there yeah. panting. Well, it's really interesting to see how we've seen, uh, even in the last episode and a half, two episodes, we, we've seen his character change quite a lot from, you know, the guy who, who really had it together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he was one, it was it, him and Maddie were the, yeah. were the two that were steering the metaphorical and physical ship. Right. You know, and it was like, yeah, we've got our shit together. He was like, I'm going to help my son. We've got to deal with the death of his mother. And then the last two episodes. It's been, and this is actually with quite a few of the characters today, it seems that uncharacteristically they've gone to some kind of extreme. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with um, you. They've kind of gone from the start of a journey to the end of a journey, and they've kind of missed out the journey. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Like, all of a sudden, Nick is super enlightened. All of a sudden, Salazar is super crazy. All mm. of a sudden, Travis is losing it. You know, yeah. it's like, I just, it's weird. Everybody seems to be going crazy. And we talked about it a little bit. Could it be this place, right? Could this place be the thing? It's this evil place. But it, that's not really a satisfying enough. Uh, answer for me, like it makes me feel like these characters are acting out of character. Well, I think there's a, there's an element of of 
going proper crazy where people have actually a, a, a mental illness effectively right but I think there's an element here of the fact that this is something that was discussed on the boat by uh, Strand by Salazar by Maddie uh, right. and by Travis by the fact that you are going to see these splits in factions people are going to start to distrust each other yeah. and I think it's not madness as a mental condition necessarily mm-hmm. it's it's kind of an induced paranoia yeah. by the fact that you don't know within that group if it comes to something hitting the fan right if they're going to be there for you or they're going to go bye yeah and i think also it's just the fact that they're all together in mm. this enclosed space i mean it's it's a big space i mean the land is large but you know it's it's a lot of emotions it's a lot of tension a lot of stuff that they had been dealing with coming off of the boat and now there's these are new people that they don't know like you're saying they don't trust these people so i think it's a combination of all those things but i agree it it did seem like it jumped you know, really, really quickly from one extreme to another. And maybe they just were trying to get us to a point for the mid-season finale. Maybe we can right. come back and kind of rectify that a little bit. But, I mean, overall, I mean, I thought the episode was was cool, but I, I was looking for something a little bit more explosive. I mean, outside of the actual explosion. Some explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Something more definitive, I think, was what I was looking for. Mm, this, yeah. this episode felt very, like, like, wishy-washy, very loose. Everything was just like, okay, like, that's happening, that's weird, like, he's seeing a dead person, all of a sudden Daniel's totally nuts, yeah. you know, and all, it's like, oh, and, you know, Nick is having this enlightened moment where he's willing to essentially abandon his family, and, like, Chris is trying to kill his dad, and, like, you know, Strand is going to be out of the group, like, Celia seems to be walking towards getting eaten by walkers with, like, just, like, no fear at all. Everything about it was so strange and eerie and creepy, and in this, yeah. but in this way where it's like, I didn't feel like I recognized any of the characters. That mm-hmm. was that was the strangest mm-hmm. part for me. Um but certainly for me with with Nick his I mean we've seen him going into this state where we knew we knew he had this kind of they can't see me I can move among them kind of gung-ho thing but it seems to be with a purpose and obviously we saw that that Celia was sort of you know getting inside his head and getting her hooks into him but again as you say the the evolution there of him going from that level of okay well maybe there's different viewpoints like oh I've gone Rambo and to just go completely Procedure and start espousing these things that are kind of sub, they're philosoph- philosophical yeah. and right. they're kind of like b- b- almost religious. Yeah, right. And yeah. as as, um, as uh, Strand said, you know, it's this sort of voodoo yeah. kind of bullshit. Yeah. And it just seems that he's he doesn't for someone who's very intelligent, he doesn't yeah. buy into these schools of thought particularly quickly. Right. He seems to all the way through this half of the season be very reasoned. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm just gonna. You know, yeah, and someone very, we met like two days before, and very capable as well, right? Yeah. He's very capable. Yeah, yeah. I, I thinking about the conversation he had with Madison uh, when he said those things. I move among them, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to die, and yeah. they can't touch me, and all that stuff. First of all, I was like, he's Neo, he's the one, like you know. <laughs> but then also, I was just thinking to myself, I was just like, the way he's talking to Madison, and, mm-hmm. and you're wondering how should she be handling herself because he's like, I can't talk to you, and you're like this, and she's just asking these questions. You kind of wonder how would you if you were a pragmatic person and you were in this crisis situation and the world was falling apart around you. You know how would you would you lose it a little bit? Like would you just by default just lose it a little bit? Like even if you are a really reasonable, very capable person, it's interesting. We we've seen so much content like this yeah. in post-apocalyptic situations that we yeah. expect our characters to just never just go haywire a little bit. And I think it's not that unrealistic to imagine that somebody like Madison or like Nick or like Salazar, who's all the way there. I just lose it. I think it it is somewhat appropriate, and I I I would agree that pretty much all of the characters, in some way, even if you do have some stableness about you, you are going to lose it 
in a in a uh, you know quite a big way or yeah. in some way because you're not in a sensible situation yeah. right zombies or walkers you know the living dead this whole scenario is something that's that seems very unbelievable right. um, so it's it's expected but it's interesting because they seem to be losing their minds in very very different ways well here's a really interesting point actually and something I haven't um, considered it's coming in the chat from Jan G Uh, Nick seemed a bit off after he killed uh, the kid last episode and Celia gave him something to make him feel better so bearing in mind that obviously we were talking about what's in the compound could there be something either in the food which they have all been consuming or in In the the water source or right. in the Pozzoli because she was really fucking keen to I'm have Salazar I mean I, I love Pozzoli yeah but she really wanted to try that it's kind of like a strange guy in a bar going hey drink this drink is there Rufy in there no right it is a good point it is, no. it, it is yeah. a good point that maybe like is is and we saw Daniel and his like sort of schizophrenia or whatever is mm. going on with him we started to see that happening earlier yeah. they did plant seeds semi recently like a mm. few episodes ago I feel yeah. like but you could be right. Uh, whoever suggested that—that that that was Gen G in the chat. But yeah. it seemed like it evolved so much, you know, yeah, way, way quicker than than what feels natural, what? you know, or normal. And I also think maybe it's the place. Yeah, maybe it's a, just a combination of them being drugged or underneath some sort of influence well Jan's again just come back and said um, he really seems the type who would join a cult yeah and that's it's that kind of personality Um, I don't want to sound like I'm Dr. Phil or anything but (laughs) here we go um it's this kind of personality, an addictive personality yeah. that needs to belong to a, to, to a group, right? Yeah, to have right. some kind of, and he doesn't have drugs anymore, so kind of this is his new drug. And yeah. if you are Something, yeah. impressionable yeah. or susceptible to this kind of thing, the messages or you know peer pressure or belonging to something, you are going to go along. And that's, I think, why um, uh, Celia actually did. You know, look at him as the one. Cause, you know, Strand was never going to come right. on board. Salazar was never going to come on board. Um, you know, the, the Madison and, and Travis were never going to come on board. Yeah, the daughters were like, "Yeah, no, you're, y- yeah, no, right, it's right. not going to happen." So the only person there was either going to be Chris or Nick. And Chris was kind of like, "Yeah, I'm kind of doing my own thing, my own yeah. crazy thing. Yeah, I'm just going to do my own little." And, and also, Jim he's massively independent. Yeah. yeah, and just totally independent. If you're going to, if you're going to basically create a cult of people that want to follow yeah, you, right. you're not going to go for the guy who's clearly just clum- mentally clumsy and right. socially just tends to do the wrong thing. You're going to go for the guy who's like, "You're my soldier." Yeah, yeah. you're my guy. Yeah. So, so speaking of Chris again, though, to wrap up the point with him and Travis. So, Travis finds him. They had this interaction. You know, uh, Travis gets some new shoes and. He has this fight with Chris. He knocks the gun out of his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris takes a swing at him with a knife. Travis apparently, you know, has a moment where he's like, "I should have helped you. I should have mm-hmm. taken care of you." Here's the thing, though. Like, you have this main cast of characters, and we we can expect that they will add new characters in sometimes that we'll see more of. Like this happens, you know, guest stars get elevated and all that. But Travis is a main character, so is Chris. Like, for I don't know how Chris can come back to the group. And if Travis is not going to leave Chris, I don't know how Travis can really come back to the group. I don't really see it. It, it, It's very hard for me to imagine getting out of the situation. So Travis, like, going off on his own in that way. Mm. I mean, I guess it's it's interesting that he's, like, he is standing up for his son. You know, he's he's preferencing his son. And you do think about that situation, right? I mean, we've all thought about we've all thought about the post-apocalypse thing. And at the end of the day, who are the you know, what's the hierarchy of people you're going to sacrifice and take care of? It's right. It's like. Your immediate family, your the significant person, other, the person who picks NSYNC to start a yeah, show, right? <laughs> but even in that situation, if Travis is like, I have to either abandon my wife mm. and my, you know, 
stepchildren yeah. who I totally care for to take care of my son who seems like he's losing it that's what I'm going to do I'm going to abandon them to take care of my son that's, well he also knows that they don't they don't have his son's back anymore right because yeah. he's he's a loose cannon and he's obviously lying so he's not it's it's his support or no support yeah yeah and I think that you know ever since Liza died even before that you know mm. I think that he feels like he's probably chosen Madison and Nick and Alicia more than he's chosen Chris right. in a lot of ways. Um, so I kind of took him being more emotional this season, or at least in the last few episodes, as just more so him having guilt, you know, for having to basically put Liza down and him not maybe necessarily having the greatest relationship with Chris, especially since they split, him and Liza split. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, he he almost didn't seem, you know, comfortable or happy. I don't know if that's the word yeah, I want to sure use. Yeah, I'm sure you he's know, not. I'm sure he's not comfortable happy. He was very hesitant about yeah. it. And he just kind of felt like he had to do it out of obligation, not yeah. because he had a, a genuine concern about Chris. So it'll be interesting to see what that relationship dynamic is once they're off on their own. Right. How and especially since Chris is now, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Well, there's people in the chat are actually talking about this as, as we are. Um, Cycle for Wartime says, Travis is screwed because he has to stay with his son and eventually Chris will kill him. Uh, Winter Wolf, yeah. <laughs> wow. Winter Wolf 915 is like, yeah, Chris is either going to kill him or get him killed. Right. Um, both of them will be dead by the finale. This is from uh, Cycle uh, forward time um, so yeah I I think it's uh, I can see a situation where Travis has to kill Chris mm-hmm. god that'd be brutal Travis just having to murder all of the people that he cares about yeah I, well so there was there was I thought he was going to do it when they were on the ground and there, Chris yeah. went for the knife I thought he was going to just go like oh, clearly I can't save my son I'm going to have to kill him there, you know what the part of me that actually in that situation was the most like surprised was just like all right, Travis. Like he just tried to stab you. You're gonna need. Yeah. You're gonna need to hit him. You're gonna need to show him. Like mm. not hit him because like like a child abuse. You're gonna need to hit him. Show like you mean business. This is not yeah. gonna fly. He's gonna try to stab you. He's gonna have to understand that like this is not going to stand. Yeah. You will physically detain him if he does that. And we didn't see any of that. Well, yeah. there was just twice. such a passive interaction. It was so yes. weird. But we've seen that earlier in the season yeah, because twice season, now when yeah. Chris slapped Travis in the yeah. face, Travis yep. was like, "What the fuck?" But and again, is, but in that one, that's different because okay, you you don't hit your kid, so your kid is is he's smaller than you he doesn't know better so mm. when he slaps Travis it's like he's upset because he lost his mom but a slap and gonna stab you with a knife are different they're different very different levels things. of crazy it, it's weird this episode anger. this episode tonight had so many like the, the theme of this episode was parenting it was obviously like it was like uh, father son mother daughter like mm-hmm. just that was kind of what the whole episode seemed to be about um, and it's interesting father son stuff always gets me that's the stuff that gets me the most emotional it's just like the trigger for me I felt nothing in that the father son thing mm. nothing it didn't do anything for me and maybe that's because I didn't believe it. I don't know. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 as you say, it's across the board because Strand said to um, Celia, he's not your son. Celia said to Maddie, you yeah. know, what would you do for your son? Right. And, it, it, you know, it's, it is. It's a parenting thing. Yeah. Um, it, perhaps the only one that was able to, to be the proper parent was Strand. Yeah. yeah. Even if that time he did swing, you know, he's a very swing. Um, but he was one minute being very like, let's all stick together and be saved. Are you going to come with me, Maddie? Yeah. Right. And then he was like, uh, there was that detachment that we've seen from him before. The line where that he it's says like, is, yeah, he says, he says, let's not confuse things with vague terms like friend. Yeah. We were the means to each other's end. So it's either yeah. you're, you're with me or screw you. But, and it, they're two separate things. But yeah. I think ultimately he wants to, he sees them as a cohesive group now. So let's let's move on and talk a little bit about Daniel yeah. uh, and his whole entire weird flashback thing and, and his first victim and he was the first victim. So, do we all believe that Daniel is dead? We didn't see a body. We didn't see, yeah. It's possible that Daniel got out. But we don't his, know. 
balls appeared to be burning. He seemed that to be was standing going up his there leg. in the flame. You can still live without balls. I what? Mean, from what I hear. Um, it's weird. It's like ball-free life. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> weird when they no kill... <laughs> It's weird when they kill a character, but they don't actually show, show you the payoff of the yeah. character dying. They just kind of... So that's always strange. Yeah. Uh, usually main characters on shows, they don't get that kind of treatment. They actually get like a, an actual death. Mm. Um, but he could be dead. Um, I... <laughs> this whole thing with him like losing it and attacking the guards and trying mm. to stab the guy and... It really did seem to come out of nowhere. I mean, he, they, yeah. they had set him up. They had just definitely set up that he was losing a little bit. Yeah. But it was so extreme. And then... For him to be having a full-on conversation, mm. full-on conversation with Griselda, I mean, the whole thing, yeah. was, I, it was, I didn't believe it. What about you guys? I don't think it was handled particularly well. Right. Um, the, 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 the flow of it and the pace of it just didn't seem right. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing, because as you say, he has been... At the start of the episode, obviously we saw he was getting slightly paranoid, or, or his mental mental state was He's adjusting. Flashing back, yeah, yeah, but he was cohesive and 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 clear enough to be able to create a little weapon, yeah. right? To so he knew that he was still able to control a situation, even yeah. if mentally he was starting to to sort of unravel a little bit. But to then to be tied to the chair and to just lose it, and especially when even though Celia is very convincing, yeah, when you think about all the stuff that Salazar's been through, right. Yeah. He he wouldn't just snap like that. Or if yeah. he did snap, he'd go batshit crazy right. in a battle sense rather than a I'm a broken man sense. I think that would have been more realistic. Yeah, and, and up until this point, he seemed to be a very strong, very right. you know, mm. sensible character. So I felt like, okay, if he's going to go so far to the left, there would have to be some inciting incident, something really strong to happen in the episode that would just make his mind flip. And I didn't see that much of an, ex uh, I guess, a reason for that. So mm. it did feel kind of weird because he's kept it together this entire time. Right. Yeah, he's had these flashbacks, he's had these visions and things like that. But he's been able to keep it together and he's been able to hold it together. So I guess for him to just go from zero to 100 real quick, you know, it just yeah. felt like... There well, wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough there for his for his character to just kind of break his psyche the way that that happened. If it was really the death episode, it was it was a disappointing death for me. That's, well, yeah. here's an idea. As he's a religious man, yep. Is it a case of um, you know, kind of like a baptism of fire, cleansing himself with the fire, where he's putting himself in a situation where uh, effectively to repent for the crimes that are still traumatizing him that have really sort of you know come back to him in a big way right that he's kind of like i i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna set fire to this i'm gonna free the spirit the guilt spirit of my yeah. wife be absolved if i die i die right if i survive i survive so we could he may not be dead yeah what we could see is the fact that if he does somehow survive this He's he'll be absolved in some way. Which okay, I, I, yeah, I that's thought good. That Celia might have still been alive, and maybe at the last minute she grabs him and they escape. That mm, was my initial something. thought because you didn't see her. Yeah, in Agreed. the cell anymore. Probably making so. zombie pozzoli. Yeah, right. Ooh, that sounds delicious. zombie. So, so let's talk about that then. Let's talk about Madison getting you know luring Celia into the yeah. cage. So Madison, as we've seen now, is a cold hard bitch. She's she's got it together. Yeah. She's definitely like pretty stone cold. She's all about mm -hmm. her family. It's weird that she. It's like she is stone cold and she knows how to handle herself, but she still does have this like mental block about her kids where she doesn't really get it. Like she doesn't get that Nick is super capable. She hasn't been able to actually talk to him like he's a valuable adult asset yet. Mm. She's still like very freaked out, you know, like I think that's so interesting. She's willing she's she's willing and capable to see the strategy, to lure Celia, 
into the dungeon, lock her in there, leave her to die. Yeah. We're going to leave in the middle of the night, pack your things. But like when it comes to Nick, and she's like, don't go, don't go, you can't, you know, and he's just like, mm. he's the most valuable asset you have. He's so much more capable than any of you. Like, he just gets shit done. Um, and and wears zombie blood extremely well. Yeah, and for someone who wears zombie blood quite often, it's yeah. obviously becoming a bit of a trademark for him. Um, and then he keeps showering. His whites come up very white. Oh my god! His, his, his shirt was covered in blood. His shirt was tight, pristine. It was yeah. pristine. I get red wine on my t-shirts. <laughs> I tend to spill my drinks, and uh, I'm like, I can't get that shit out for the level money. It's because you're trying to drink the wine right. and do the bye 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 move at the same time. <laughs> I've got to stop that shit and drink. It's bounty. Yeah, they should just put that in there. But I just, every time I was going like, dude, your vest top is way too yeah. fucking white. Your shirts are like the quicker picker up. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah, I think that, yeah, it's really interesting. I think that her weak spot definitely are her kids. Big and time. it was just so interesting, you know, the look that she had on her face, you know, when she turned once they all got into the truck and they were leaving and she's looking at Nick and kind of just basically seeing him walking away and kind of letting him go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that will affect her. And, you know, eventually she's going to have to get to that point where she'll have to let both of them go, Alicia. I mean, even if it's not, you know, in a physical sense of, you know, you go your, your way, I go right. mine. She's going to have to let that that need to just be the overprotector mm. and, and basically shelter them and mm. kind of shield them from the world because, I mean, the world is not the way it was anymore. And so it'll just be interesting to see because she seems very level-headed. Like, she likes to have control yeah, of right. everything. And so seeing that kind of go out of control, I wonder what effect that will have on her character for the, the next part of the season. It, it also really makes me wonder about Alicia's character. Um, yeah. In the sense that Ophelia, if Daniel is dead, mm. this is what we talked about, she will she will become a more of a main character in the second half of the season. Yeah. Guaranteed. She'll go through she'll go through a change. We'll see her arc. That's very clear. Um, but with Alicia, it's kind of hard to imagine I don't know how they're going to write her, what they're going to do with her. It's mm. really weird. She's yeah. She seems like sort of untapped in some ways. Like, she didn't even have any lines in tonight's episode, hardly. Yeah. She seems like much more of a kid than Nick, but she's only a couple years younger. Yeah. yeah. You, I would expect at this point for them to have pushed her a little further, um, but she still seems like, you know, she's she's mommy's girl. Like, that's weird. But we are seeing, you know, a bit of clearing house with characters now. Obviously, potentially, we're, we're losing Travis and Chris. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying that we want to see more of Ophelia. Um, Ophelia getting um, character growth in the second half. This happens with The Walking Dead as well. You have a couple of characters where every now and again they will clean house. Mm, yeah. And then other characters that have kind of been like, what is the point of you being in the show? You just kind of like, you know, the red shirt in Star Trek. You know, oh, I'll go out there. Psh, I'm dead. Um, right. And so you have to clear out because you can't have too many strong characters at the same time. Otherwise, everybody's right. on that level. Other, yeah. So this could be where we do see Ophelia and everybody else start to to come through and and do and obviously if Maddie's going to stop being the strong female of the group yeah. if she's starting to have her own issues and worrying too much about her son and getting yeah. over that loss you know some of the other women are going to have to step up because Strand's going to need Something. a number two and a number three because he doesn't have Salazar I, I really genuinely do think that Alicia will end up being the Carol that's yeah. that's that's been my feeling for the longest time but I, I, it was hard to see it tonight's episode mm. it was very hard to see it so uh, uh, I do want to continue talking about this episode but before I do I wanted to let everybody know about Chapman University uh, Chapman University is located with a tree-lined 75-acre campus in the heart of historical Orange. About 8,000 students are enrolled, undergraduate and graduate programs. It's a very, very great like faculty-to-student ratio. It's 14 to 1, so very small classes. Mm. Uh, 
tons and tons of, uh, of opportunities to study abroad for short trips for entire semesters. Uh, 86% of students benefit from some sort of financial aid, so you might not even have to pay for it yourself. Uh, with 10 different schools and colleges, more than 100 different majors and programs, this is literally something for everybody. For more information, check out uh, chapman.edu slash information. That's chapman.edu slash information. Uh, and that uh, that is what I have to say about Chapman University. Let's continue talking Sounds about nice. Fear the Walking Dead. All right. Nice. Um, Something that's coming through as well, we're talking about um, Ophelia, is, and this is from uh, Mardova808. Hello, you're always very popular in the chat room. Um, Alicia and Ophelia will play off each other and develop a sisterly relationship. Makes sense that they'll support each other through everything. Mm. We haven't seen a lot of that female bonding yeah, outside true. of family units yet. Yeah. That would be a great dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's so. absolutely true, I, I think. And, and that's, uh, that's what you see, right? It's yeah. the same thing you saw mm-hmm. with Walking Dead. As soon as the actual the actual family stuff starts to get you're further into the crisis more characters die mm. yeah. and fragmented pieces of former families become like they just like join together yeah. it's like Rick always says we're a family you know like that's like that's yeah. <laughs> eventually eventually you know Alicia and Ophelia they kind of have to be sisters if they're going to survive yeah. they sort of have to be a unit if they're going to survive and mm. maybe Nick's not part of the family anymore maybe he goes and does his own thing yeah. you know Travis and like you, you obviously you can't follow too many stories that aren't connected all throughout seasons mm. but um, it'll be nice to see this group this main group so it's Alicia Ophelia Strand and Maddie yeah that's yeah. those four right and we're, yeah. we're already starting to get a really nice collection of characters who I think are going to disappear off and come back into the show later because if we look now we've got Travis and Chris that's from this week. Uh, Nick's gone somewhere. Rogue, yeah. He's just yeah. He's gone off to hang out with the zombies. Uh, we've got a uh, lady from the dinghy who came off the plane. Yeah. yeah. We've got crazy pregnant uh, pirate lady. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be somewhere. Somewhere, right. We've got the guy that, uh, I've forgotten his name, uh, Jack. Yeah, right. And we've got Jack Alicia's who's love, uh, yeah. crying his ass off on a boat. Yep. Um, so we've got what's well, five or six people now that we've had yeah, time that with. we can see come back either in the second half of this season or the arc for season three. Yeah. You know, because when I, I spoke to the, the to the guys behind the show um, a couple of months ago, they were saying that they are already mapping out season three. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm so sure you know they've got to go somewhere. They like The Walking Dead they don't tend to unless you're dead write you out completely yeah Yeah. absolutely and I think with there being more females than there are men especially with Strand and Mm. Madison in them I think that that might be for an interesting dynamic as well because at least for the the latter half of this this first mid-season a lot of the issues were kind of fueled by you know like Chris and the family stuff the stuff that has that ultimately is not what you should be worrying about when you're trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. Exactly. If somebody's a loose cannon, then they shouldn't be in your group. Mm. But it shouldn't, yeah, it should not be. I, I totally agree with you. So I think it's great. Like the Travis and Madison and their relation, their relationship struggling because they're fighting over their kids. Yeah. Then split them up because the story will be more interesting if that's not the drama that we're talking yeah. about. Exactly. Um, so speaking of their kids, you know, Nick, Nick is left behind now. Yeah. He is, and he had all those great lines. He is sort of, he is sort of Neo. Like he's, he is kind of the most capable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got the, he's got the blood thing down. Um, where can we expect Nick to to, to end up? Do you guys think? I don't know what well, he's going to do. San Diego, because he knows that's not there anymore. Yeah, right. San Diego's not there. He's like, essentially, I mean, we think Celia's probably dead. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. She could be back there. But it's going to be Nick and a bunch of people from this compound. But the compound's burning up. Yeah. So what are they going to do? What's Nick going to do? I don't even know. Well, do we expect of- him to take over? I mean, I don't know. Because he seems to he seems to be like very reminiscent of Celia's right. mindset and character mm. and I think he has that ability in a sense you know to kind of step in and say look 
you guys don't have anything left. This is what Celia would have wanted. I mean, maybe he might not go to that extreme, but right. it'd be interesting to kind of see him go into like a King Louis situation, you know, where he sure. just sort of takes cool. over. And, um, you know, that compound now becomes his. Well, the compound is burning up, though, so we don't actually... That's not secure anymore. Yeah. yeah but, so I mean, we don't know how... How large bad? The, the land, you know what I mean? Yeah, so agreed, it could agreed. be it could be salvaged, and there's other parts of that that area that we haven't seen yet. So yeah, and and, and obviously, you know, when we're stranded with um, uh, Thomas, you know, th- he was a very very resourceful man. Yeah. So there is a very good chance there could be vehicles on that compound. Yeah. yeah. You know, there could be another boat. You know, because he was saying about you know the fact that his mother was a very resourceful woman, and I don't think she would just leave herself there without anything. So there could be vehicles. There could be all sorts of things. There'll be plenty right. of food for a while mm-hmm. um you know they'll be able to to take care of that i don't think we're going to see um nick sort of running a, a zombie army yeah right because you know if you're if you're the even though you can exist amongst them if they exist amongst amongst them and they can't see you you're not a leader because they don't know you're there if you come out as a as a, as a regular human being the zombies right. are going to kill you so you're not going to be able to do anything with that so i don't think we're going to see much in that area i think we will see him go feral for a while hmm. um maybe he could end up coming back to you know with 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 chris and travis Something, that could be yeah. a possibility maybe he could just go and find other people that have survived right um he might even go slightly back on the storyline you know and go back to the yeah. pirate ship he might go back to get a jack yeah. to survive you know, um, and pick up those people who are now against the part of his group who he now sees as no better than the monsters that they're trying to escape from. Right, Very well, true. it seems it seems like his whole idea that we're monsters with Shiva, you know, we destroy mm. everything we touch. Like, who's he really going to find? Like, it's just, it's mm. Celia and that group, is the, those are the only yeah. people that see the world and this, you know, the zombies aren't, they are what they are, would you love your son, all that stuff. So I don't know where he really goes. Um, I'm curious about that, but he is on his own. Uh, last, of course, we have Strand, dug the grave, spit on by Celia and forced mm. to leave the compound. Ah, uh, don't worry, I'll hail a cab. Like, um, <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. Will there still be Ubers in the zombie apocalypse? Uh, nah, smartphones uh, don't work, so no way. You have to call. You have to physically hail a cab. Just Ubers. So no. annoying. No yeah, Ubers, right? just Ubers. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I got to answer. I actually took your <laughs> yeah, question seriously. Like, yeah, there'll be a, a really big search charge. It'll be terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you know what? As 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 kind of crazy as he sounded. He's not really wrong, you know, as we've gone Nick, through Nick yeah. Mm. As we've gone through, you know, I think back to the situation where they met the family and how that whole thing kind of went awry. Um, the whole situation with um, you know, them being on uh or with them in in a, uh, encountering I can't remember uh, what her name is, but there was this, the couple who the guy was badly burned and oh, they sure. were in the raft. So, I mean, there's been quite a few situations where they they did kind of, you know, screw things up a right. little bit and kind of ruin things. So, I mean, he's interpreting it in a way that I think is a bit jaded, but right. ultimately, I mean, yeah, you could make an argument that we've kind of have screwed things up majorly mm. with Alicia and Jack and the whole thing coming right. on the boat. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I see where he's he's going with it, but yeah, he's definitely influenced um, in a way that's, that's dangerous because he, he can either go one way, which is just be completely entranced in this this ideology that he's untouchable, which mm, right. can be very um, you know dangerous for him, or go the opposite way where he kind of becomes a Celia and just is sort of <laughs> prophesizing this yeah. this you know ideal about 
who these walkers are. I don't think he really even understands it himself. Well, it's funny, right? Celia's whole thing she talks about a lot is like he has no fear. He has no fear. I, I was listening. She was she's very like a crazy Yoda. You know, it's like mm. anger, fear. Yeah, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side. So her whole thing with with Nick being like you have no fear, which he doesn't. He has no fear when he sees the walkers. He is kind of an enlightened and a special character. Yeah, and he will have a purpose. He will have a very useful purpose in the story. Yeah, because they're building him up to be kind of a badass. They're building up. You know. Yeah. They're they're just building that character. You just wonder. Where will he relate the stories we go the, forward? The thing is, though, that he's someone who needs he needs a catalyst, whether that's a drug or whether it's someone giving him a mission, which is effectively has made him yeah. do, given a mission to reassess his position within the family and to look at the group. So I think without that, I think he'll very quickly find that he doesn't have a mentor. He doesn't have a Yoda. Yeah. There's no one there to say, oh, well, maybe you should look at it this way, or Unless maybe you should do that way. is, in fact, alive. Uh, she could true. be. I th- well, but when Salazar went in there... Yeah. I mean, she... I'm going to assume that she's dead. Yeah, me too. She might not be dead. She's not... A, she, to me, I said this before we started filming, but she... I got the point of her character. Mm. I think there was a failure there because she was supposed to be a villain. Like, she's kind of supposed to be... She's not the yeah. big bad, but she was supposed to be sort of like a villain character, and she just didn't... I didn't like. I wasn't intimidated by her. I wasn't particularly scared by her. She didn't fear death when she was standing there with the walkers. She's a very hard character to get a read on. Mm. Kind of just an annoying character. It's like she doesn't. She didn't really have that. She didn't have that distinctive a point of view that didn't just seem crazy to me. She seemed crazy to me. Yeah. So it was hard to like, hard to tolerate her constantly having this like this um, privileged position in the conversations. Like it always felt like she mm. was in control. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why would you be in control? Why it would these... be very difficult to see how she how she comes back Survives, in, yeah. as in because the only the only reason she was surviving was to have her family and her people close to her, and now yeah. a lot of them are obviously dead. Yeah. But if she survives, then that'd be a really interesting story arc for Nick's character because yeah. I'm sure he, she would find Nick, mm. and then that would be a whole journey. So, so yeah. All right, so uh, so we we have Strand and the gang. They're in the yep. truck. They're getting out of there. Um, we I think we have a strongish sense of of where everybody sort of ended the episode. Um, let's talk about predictions. All right. There we go. Be my song for the week. So we're going to share our predictions here. We're also going to talk about something that we talk about every week, which is called Carol Watch. It's the idea on the show. We're going to talk about it. one of the characters that started out at the beginning of the show and is kind of turning into that undercover badass, the character you think is going to have the most distinct journey and be that fan favorite in the end. Uh, we're, we're one and a half seasons into the show now. This, obviously, we said earlier, is a hard one to, to hard to peg someone, but we will cast our vote at the end of this episode for who mm. we think that should be. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to talk about our predictions for next season. I wanted to just kind of know generally, though, what people thought of the episode. I think you were going to do the same thing yeah, on the chat. Yeah, we were getting scores of sort of 7 and 8 out of 10. I got mm. something similar, because I tweeted it. Here's all this is what I got. I got, um... I asked, uh, out of, how many stars out of 10 do you get tonight's episode? I got 8, 7.5, 7, 7, 10 out of 10, 8.5, 8, uh, 2. Somebody says it was Schrodinger's cat. Pink Lily Cats. Was that two. the cast of Game of Thrones saying it's, that? No. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Shit. Watch this instead. I know, right? Uh, so I guess seven and a half. So seem half. to be somewhat very like lukewarm. Yeah. There's only one ten. Well, I think coming off the back of such a strong couple of episodes over yeah. the last two weeks, mm-hmm. yeah, where they've been really dynamic. I think it was the, the pace felt more like the first season, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that was a shift too much. But, I mean, with The Walking Dead, I mean, the last couple of seasons of that, you know, we hit the mid-season and it's kind of left you with blue balls. A little bit. You know, it's just that uh, it hasn't really had a cliffhanger. It hasn't had a definite end, like, oh, shit, what's going to happen next? It's kind of like, it's just kind of slows 
Like yeah. a stop sign. So, all right. So let's let's go predictions and then Carol watch. Sure. So predictions. Uh, anybody want to jump into the first one? Anything, I'm going to predict that the next half of the season will come back in August. Yep. <laughs> on AMC. That's yep. a horrible prediction. And then we will be back that same night. Um, that, by the way, it's, it's just August at the moment. They haven't given. Somebody's been asking in the chat room. When? When is the date? It's. I believe, uh, unless I'm mistaken, because Preacher starts tonight, uh, yeah. when I'll actually be on the show tonight doing mm-hmm. that, but Preacher starts tonight, and I believe Preacher is going to run this summer for mm-hmm. the entirety of the time before this comes back. Then right. I think this comes back probably the, the week Sunday, Preacher ends, yep. or, or the week after, yep. and I would imagine that when Preacher, or when Fear the Walking Dead ends, eight or nine weeks later... Um, Fear the Walking Dead. Or, uh, Walking so we're Dead. looking at about mid-August. We'll so middle, middle two weeks of August we're looking Something at. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks. Um, yeah. But uh, as far as predictions go, mm. I, I think my prediction, I do think that Daniel is dead. Um, I think he's gone. Yeah. I And I my biggest prediction is that I think that bonding you were talking about, the Ophelia, the Ophelia and uh, Alicia bonding, yeah. their characters will become far more fleshed out in the second half mm. of this season. I think that's something I'm very much looking forward to. I'll still call Alicia as my Carol watch, okay. though with no basis tonight at all. Uh, if not, I would call Nick, but it's hard. He's not really a Carol. He's, I mean, he's just seen, he's yeah. been capable the whole time. Yeah. I... I think Celia is still alive. I don't know why I have that feeling. I think she's going to come back, and I think that she and Nick are going to have an interesting relationship after that. Mm. I definitely think that the relationship with Travis and Chris is yeah. going to be um, a rocky one. Right. Um, I am predicting that it's going to come down to him having to kill Chris. Okay. Um, or at least walking away with, from him again and having to go back with Madison sure. and the rest of the group. And as far as Strand and the other girls, um, I guess I'm just predicting that they're they're. I think Strand has another. He has another destination. I'm. I don't know why I'm sensing that as well. Hmm. But like he just, knows where to go. Yeah, like he he has another idea of where to go. And and like you were saying, I mean, the whole relationship with him and Thomas it seemed very transactional. Like after he died, it kind of you know, and Celia was kind of saying, you know, you lied mm. and. You know, you didn't. You never really loved him. You never ha- really had feelings for him. So I think that that was kind of a means to an end for him. So he'll have another scheme um, up his sleeve, and and I think eventually Madison is going to try and go back to to get Nick. Okay. Wow. And as far as Carol Watch, I didn't really see any evidence of that in this mm. episode, but I think that Madison probably has the most potential at this sure. point. Sure. Um, just seeing her let go of Nick and seeing that affect her, um, I think that that will. We'll definitely we'll it's a good, see more it's of such that a good guess yeah yeah i'm gonna go for ophelia okay for carol watch because i think we're really gonna in the second half of this season i think we're gonna see her her grow really coming around because she's she's being very close with salazar and i think she's gonna come into her own there um i'm still i'm i've, I've been saying it all the way through the episode that I, that I think um uh um god salazar's dead yeah um i think there's more chance of him coming back than there is celia Should coming come back. back sure um, but I wouldn't put it past her either. So I think we're going to see a horribly mutilated Salazar coming through. Because someone said in the chat room, he's been through a yeah. lot more. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's been a lot, lot worse. So I think we're going to see Salazar come back. I think we're going to. Um, my um, Carol watch is going to be Ophelia. Um, and my prediction is, yeah, I, I agree that we're going to see um, uh, Chris yeah. dying. Um, and I think we're going to probably lose Nick for the next half of the season and either have him come back right at the end or we're not going to see him again until season three. He's going to go through some sort of 
a, a retransformation again. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like a caterpillar going through a chrysalis. And I think we're going to see, but we're not going to see him for a while. Jack will be back in the second half yes, of the season. Sure. Fair Definitely. Enough. Fair enough. Awesome, guys. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up. So thank cool. you so much for watching us for seven episodes. Yeah, sorry for, about for that. tuning in every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, weeks. Thank you for listening if you haven't yes. been watching. And of course, uh, reminder one more time, Preacher premieres tonight on AMC, so mm-hmm. watch that. Uh, I'm going to be doing the show at 10.30. We'll be doing the, the panel for that. So uh, it's exciting. It's my favorite comic book of all time. I'm very excited to be on that show. And we will be back in the studio doing For the Walking Dead, the same crew, as soon as Preacher ends, mm-hmm. which should be about 10 weeks. So thank you guys so much. One more time, if you want to find any of us, I'm Ben Bateman media you can find me on twitter and instagram i'm on instagram twitter ashley underscore chapman bye 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 i'm on twitter and instagram at showbiz simon uh, and on facebook this is simon thompson and you can find him at a backstreet boys concert <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. we'll see you guys later see you guys thank season. you from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz tv buzz you later the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz tv or its owners or principals 